Welcome to Delta Flodge Outdoors, a podcast brought to you by Julius Craig. Today's episode, we're just going to be talking about what we're looking forward to for the 2022-23 deer season. Yeah, I know it's early. It's, you know, time this one comes out probably in April, so turkey season. We plan on doing a little bit of turkey hunting on public land and uh, mainly use it for scouting. A lot of people, you know, you know, I, I like to scout just year-round. I'm constantly scouting, looking to see what we have, you know, to get some type of idea of what's going on. It's It'll give you a general idea. You may not have them exactly located and they pinpoint them, but you're going to get an idea of that time of the year movement, which is going to keep, and the more, more you do it, note it, put it down, like take notes, you know, like however you take your notes, mental in a notebook, however. You do that and you continue to do it in different places because different places they're going to react a little different. I'm just going to give you an idea of what's going on. Um, I'll probably, there's a couple of public land ones that I want to go to and I'll do the spring uh, squirrel season. It's like May 7th, 8th, something like that, that week. I don't have the exact dates in front of me. <sighs> Sorry about that. We'll um, go through that. I use that for scouting and take my little boys, probably do a little bit of hunting just to get them out. Just depends on where I go because you got to be extremely careful with snakes that time of the year, just like turkey season, but it's a little worse. Um, we'll go that route. I'll probably scout. Excuse me. So I'm going to be scouting probably mainly more up north, northwest Louisiana. Never been on Soda Lake. I might go check it out. Like I said, I'm kind of wanting to know what it's what it's like. I know I had a guy that I'm friends with hunt it last year, and he killed a couple deer off of it. Sorry, I moved the mic around a little bit. And um, he hunted it last year, killed a couple. So I may go look at it. I don't. I may not. I'll probably go to Bodka, Bodcal, Bodka. However, everybody pronounces it different. Um. So. If I go up north, it'll be those two. Um, check those out uh, for the spring squirrel season, and see use that to scout. Then there's a couple other places I'll periodically check to get an idea of what the deer are doing. Because, like I said, you know, if we go back to episode three, maybe podcast number three. Um, you know, I hunted one of my normal places in late January that I never hunt past October. So, totally different. I had to look at everything different because it just, it wasn't the same. I don't know, you know, like I said everything was different. It just, the deer could see miles, like, not miles, but I mean, it was like in the woods. They could just see everywhere because everything was dead. So it gave a whole new, you know, look of the woods that I wasn't expecting and I should have been. But like I said, that goes into my preparation for the deer season. I did not do a good job this past year of prepping like I usually do and know what's going on. And that's 100% my fault. That's one reason this year is I'm putting way more effort into it because I have goals, what I want to do on, on public land. But as like I said, like I dropped the ball last year. You know, so this year's totally different. 
I'll be, like I said, this one will come out sometime in April. So it'll be turkey season. I'll be scouting, doing that. And then in May, I'm going to do the, the squirrel. The, I'll be in the woods for the squirrel hunt. Not necessarily squirrel hunting, but I'll be there. Because I can, you know, go hog hunting at that time frame and everything else. So may go do that. We, um, then during the summer, you'll see January, that'll, that'll get me through May. So, um, June, July, August, I'll scout some at different ones. September rolls around and I mean, third week in September, we're, we're bow hunting. So it's really not that far. I mean, we're six months, somewhere around a hundred and see today is Today I'm recording this is March 12th, season open September 18th, so 188, 190 days till bow season, really not that long, six months, you know, and we're a couple weeks out of turkey season now, so like I said, when this airs, it'll already be, turkey season may be over. So we'll uh, spend some time scouting there, and then I'll drop other episodes of how that went. So you figure that wraps us up for April, May. So we're two more take two months off. But we're four months from bow season time. Middle of May gets here. So it's really you have to put work in all year. It's not just you know you get guys that you know just they get lucky, and that's. You know, and I've, I've been that guy, and I I don't want to be that guy. I want to I want to put the work in and get the get the result of, you know, fruits of my labor. So we'll be scouting and looking for beds, bedding areas, trails, checking the trees to see, you know, like because I know one area I hunt, it has what they call it's like a black locust tree, which is basically those like bean pods, and um, deer love them, and they come out usually around September. They start falling, but they only produce like every two to three years. So one of the areas I hunt has a lot of these trees. It's just, I've got to spend the time scouting and when they're blooming in the summer to figure out which ones are actually blooming. So that's where a lot of my time will be on one of the WMAs because it's got those trees. I'll be checking those. Then there's two WMAs I plan on hunting this year that I've never set foot on. So got to go check them out. Hopefully gas prices fall a little bit because make for an extensive deer season. You're looking at I think right now somewhere around here in you know in Louisiana four nineteen to anywhere from four oh nine to four twenty nine a gallon for regular unleaded diesels over five. So you know if gas doesn't come down, that's going to really affect I think a lot of guys hunting and traveling out of state for hunts. So I believe it's going to make like public land like get hit a little harder coming from guys that normally wouldn't hit it that hunt out west or hunt in Missouri. You know, some of these guys that hunt Mississippi may not make that trip. They'll hunt more local. So I think you're, the last two years we've seen an uptick in people on public land, and I think we'll see another one if gas trends keep going the way they're going. It's, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, like, obviously I don't want to see a bunch of people in the woods. But it's public land, so it is what it is. Uh, hopefully gas does go back down because that affects a lot of stuff. And it, it that, that'll either, A, have guys not going out 
for far far off for hunt so they're hunting local and it pushes the numbers of people are it affects it where people don't hunt hardly you know less people in the woods do they just don't have the money which is a whole other issue in itself and uh i don't want to go on a tangent about politics and fuel and all that so we'll uh go back in like i said uh march will be march is halfway over april's sorry about that my alexa started talking for some reason um all right so um like i said where was i um we're gonna continue to just you know pound pound the ground basically you know foot foot on the ground walking checking scouting looking for stuff hopefully you know Everything that I picked up, because a couple of wildlife managements that I normally hunt, uh, hit a, uh, I've got some areas that I'm going to go check. And hopefully what is normally there is there, and I get an opportunity because I'm going to put the effort in and the work that I usually put in every year. This past year, I didn't. And it, you know, when you, when the only thing I killed all year was a hog, I mean, it kind of kind of tells you. I didn't put the effort in, so I didn't reap the benefits. And, um, so we're going to do that and go from there and hopefully, you know, we reap the benefits of our, you know, get the rewards of our work, you know, do your due diligence. You're going to get hopefully paid for it. So, so we're going to go through that. Uh, like I said, my goal this year, September, I'll be hunting the third weekend of September. It's been a couple of days. Then hopefully first week of October, first few days of October I want to go to with bow hunting only at WMAs and here, here in Louisiana and hit it and just go from there I, you know it's one of those things maybe when people listen to this they can tell me the answer because it's or any game wardens listen to it they can tell me the answer game cameras on public land I mean you look it up for Louisiana and Louisiana Sportsman has an article written about how to place cameras on wildlife management in Louisiana on public land. So some people say it's illegal. Some say it's legal. I'd like to hear it out of a game warden's mouth, you know, see what he says because Louisiana Sportsman's promotes it. The, the magazine promotes it as being legal. But, I mean, it's – I'd like to hear it from law enforcement themselves because you get all this, you know, conflicting answers for anything. Like people talk about, you know, the magazine capacity for – hunting here in Louisiana you have a capacity with your shotgun with a rifle there's not one so if you want to use an AR-15 with a 30 round mag you know AR-10 with a 20 round mag it's perfectly legal but it's it's funny to watch people argue about it every year on Facebook you get these groups and it's like you know you'll have people arguing left and right and it's like Call call wildlife and fisheries. You know, if you're gonna ask it, if you're gonna ask the question on Facebook, you should probably just call wildlife and fisheries because you're gonna get conflicting answers. And you know, half the ones giving you answers don't even know the real answer themselves. They're just going off what hearsay. So, any I, I, I recommend anytime you have a question about anything, speak to your game warden, your conservation office officer, whatever they call them where you're at, and um, they can give you an answer. Excuse me, sorry. Um, 
So it's, I think it'll be a fun deer season because it's either going to be jam-packed or less people. Um, usually where I hunt it, I don't see a lot of people. And I mean, one of the places I hunt in North Louisiana, from where I park at to where I go in the woods to where I go, like the area I like to hunt. And I mean, I hunt several different areas within this area, but the general area that I like to go to is 1.8 miles from where I park at. You don't ever see anybody else. So, because you literally have to walk that far. You cannot, there's nowhere to drive on it. There's no four-wheeler trails. There's nothing. You walk. So it deters a lot of people, which I enjoy that because I don't have to worry about anybody else. If I leave something there, it's there. So we'll be hunting it. That's probably where I'm going to go the first week of October due to the fact that two years ago I did my work. I went up there the first week of October. Within the first, I hunted the first, second, and third day of October. I had uh, 11 does in those first three days all within bow range but I also had a very large buck on camera that was killed later in gun season on one of the private properties by it that had between a 22 and 24 inch spread I had him on camera from the time he was in velvet up so I put a lot of time in on hunting him didn't shoot a doe like I said because I had 11 within the first three days farther shot was like 38 yards had one at eight yards my fault I should have shot one earlier in the year but I was you know I got fixated on killing him and it didn't work out for me so won't make the same mistake this year yes I'm hunting for mature deer and by mature deer I won't you know like I'm not gonna shoot a little yearling even as a doe but some of that that management for example I mean and most of those up there you're gonna get two and a half three year old does uh it's they're they're good they're they're it's not a high turnover rate of deer there like per se of kills so you get some mature deer you know deer that had the opportunity to reach maturity you know bucks three and a half four years old so and then you know so that's just the you know because people's not a lot of people even it's not going to just go bow hunt it because that deters them bow hunting only so I enjoy hunting those style of managements in Louisiana. Um, I know I'm kind of rambling, working on just being able to talk and do. We, um, take a sip of my fountain drink. We're going to um, hopefully get some cool things, you know, more more people coming on because we've got, um, we you know, we've dropped a few episodes with other people on. We're going to continue bringing some of them back pretty regular. I've got a couple of buddies that, you know, are going to start falling in, doing podcasts with me. They, they've they just, it's hard to get people, you know, and get, get it situated because everybody has lives. And, um, you know, going from there. So we're going to, we're going to figure those out to get more people and get different opinions other than mine. And that way we hear somebody other than just me speak. That way it doesn't get mundane. Um, we would love for you to go to the YouTube channel and subscribe. It's Delta Flage Outdoors. Go to the, on Facebook and go to Delta Flage Outdoors page and like it. YouTube, we're going to be dropping a bunch of videos from, as we record the podcast, 
we're going to drop a video of us sitting in here, whether it's me, other people, whether it's through Zoom, you know, like there's recording that way so that they can see it, you know, and like and record all that so that we can put all that on Facebook and promote it, but not just Facebook, uh, YouTube, to put, and have videos on our channel of everything where it can be gone back and looked at. Um, we have any scouting trips we make of it to be recorded. Hopefully, time this drops, I'll, I'll be dropping scouting trip uh, record you know recordings on youtube so we'll go from there and i mean without y'all's help can't grow this can't bring you know i want to know what y'all want so you know drop comments whatever you know like on the podcast subscribe to the podcast you know let us know like comment let us know what we're doing right or wrong we don't care just if we need that wherever we need to improve we'll improve you know, if you like something we're doing, let us know. If you don't like something we're doing, let us know. That's on YouTube, on the podcast stuff, on our Facebook page. Just reach out to us. Um, email us. So there's a lot of different ways to get in touch with us. Um, as you can see, we spelled Flodge with a U. Just kind of threw that out there when, when we did it. This name come about uh, 2011. September of 11, maybe. Uh, myself and one of the guys that ho- he'll be on with me, Steven. We kind of come up with a name together. Uh, there's alcohol involved, more than likely. And um, then, because I had a feed, I had developed a feed, and we came up with a name for the company, Delta Flodge Outdoors. Then um, we threw the U in there, just shits and giggles. And um, he had the idea of bringing a camouflage pattern together, and we actually were talking about that a couple of nights ago in text. And uh, he still has that, you know, that dream. And we're we're working on something. Like hopefully, he, I've got some ideas, uh, and I'm a, I've sent him some info. We're gonna try and go with a digital pattern when we use step forward with it, and it'll be, you know, it'll be out. Hopefully, we can get it figured out to put it out in a digital pa- uh, platform. Uh, but the deer feed was Cajun blend is what we come up with, with Delta, Delta Flodge Outdoors. And the, the catch was, you know, once you go blend, everything, once you go blend, everything else is bland. So develop the feed. And that was, I didn't want it to be just about the deer feed. We were outdoors because we, we hunt, we fish, we, we trap, we do all kinds of stuff. And um, we didn't want it just to be stuck to like, you know, an attracting company a feed company, whatever they want to, you know, refer to us as. We want to be outdoors because that's what we like doing. And, you know, so that was 2011, 12. Time change, you know, time, life's, life's changed. Everybody's separated and I've kept it going and then stepped back in the really 2016. I've moved forward with some, you know, this, the logo design you see on my shirt, if you can see it and, some other stuff, and uh, I think it'll be the logo design that's in our. Yeah, it is. Uh, when you when you look up the podcast and you see Delta Flodge Outdoors, that picture in it, that's one of the logos we use. I have about six or seven different styles I use. Um, in the videos right now, there's a background behind me of two bucks fighting in a sunset with a guy and a with a bow pulled back, you know, in behind them in the sunset, and it says Delta Flodge Outdoors across the deer. Um. We've it's been a lot of changes, and a lot of stuff stay the same. 
So hopefully, like I said, because when we originally started, the, the camo was a big idea. Excuse me. And we just didn't get, get it. Um, hats, we, we've developed a couple different styles of stuff on hats. I'm moving it so you can see it in the video. And you always go to our Facebook. Nope, can't see it in the video. Yep, there we go. So we're here with me now. That's weird. It's one design. The other design, different colors. Um, and the Richard, if we use a Richardson, Richardson hat, um, the 112 is the main one we produce. Like, get done. I first, I personally wear, like, the, I think it's the 222, just because I like the way it, I like it better than a 112. 112 is a little cheaper hat, but most people like a 112 more than they do a 222. I'm just different. Um, have some shirts that we produce. Um, also, some other, like, this is like, that we do the polos with the design on them. And we, uh, we're getting into being able to do uh, the t-shirts, like screen printed stuff with our logo stuff on it. Um, hopefully some koozies, shot glasses, like, you name it. We're going to try and stick Delta Lodge Outdoors on it and to create our brand and i know this episode has went way further different than what we started it and that's just how it is sometimes um so there's gonna be big things coming every day there's gonna be something it's so y'all just hang with us and you'll see like the change it everything's gonna get better as we go with everything we do the recordings will get better the videos will get better the, the merchandise to get better, the website, uh, I'm just working on it. I've got a buddy that I need to speak to because, you know, uh, Brant, Brant, yep, I'm going to drop it again, Brant and his wife, Bree, Brant and Bree, you know, make sure if they listen, knowing they're listening to this, they hear their name numerous times, Brant and Bree know more about websites than me, so I need to get with them to work on some stuff with me there, and, um, get that way we can get the merchandise up on the website and do so we can start getting y'all some merchandise and stuff so um stay tuned there's gonna be huge things coming um with that i think we'll kind of cut this one short it's not gonna be very long because i started going off on tangent so we appreciate you this is julius craig with delta flodge outdoors it was great talking to you today and see you next time